And we're back for another episode of Startup Hustle, a podcast for entrepreneurs by entrepreneurs. If you want to start, own, or build a business, then you're in the right place. We bring you the real truth about what it's like to take something from concept to launch, from growth, innovation, experience, failing, or winning big, we've got you covered. So let's get down to business with another episode of Startup Hustle, brought to you by Fullscale.io. What's up, hustlers? Welcome back. This is Andrew Morgans, founder of Marknology, uh, here on Startup Hustle, your host for all things e-commerce, Amazon, entrepreneurship. Uh, today's episode is a little bit different. We're going to actually be doing um, a solo episode today. So we, meaning me, myself, and I, um, I want to talk to you guys about uh, Amazon Prosper, uh, the Amazon Prosper Conference 2021. I just got back. I think there's enough to talk about just kind of what's going on in the industry, uh, what's happening with Amazon brands, Amazon agencies. It was a pretty exciting trip. Um, before I get into it, Today's sponsor for our episode is Fullscale.io, helping you build software teams quickly and affordably. If you're looking to build a software, um, if you're looking to add to your team, if you're looking to supplement your team, uh, Fullscale.io is a great place to start. I've been using them for years. Um, Matt Corsi and Matt Watson, awesome founders. They'll take great care of you. Fullscale.io. Back to Amazon Prosper. For those that don't know, Amazon Prosper is in Las Vegas. And it was an event created um, by several Amazon OGs in the space, so to speak. They wanted to create an event where Amazon sellers, Amazon consultants, service providers could come together and um, educate with speakers and workshops and things like that, but also create an opportunity for people to come together. So uh, I went to Amazon Prosper back in 2019 before the pandemic. And, um, it was good. I was learning. Um, I was, I was really trying to be a speaker at that time. I still am, but I was going to conferences to see uh, what's the level of talent out there. You know, I'm, I'm in the Midwest here in Kansas city, like what's happening, um, you know, on the coast, what's happening in some of the other major cities. Like, what are these agencies doing? What are the speakers talking about? Uh, what topics are they covering? And I will admit like in 2019, um, it was cool to see so many other people that believed in what, you know, I was doing, what they were doing, which was building brands on Amazon. Um, but there's not a lot of us out there, even in Kansas City, you know, if we had a meetup group, I'm not sure what kind of numbers we would pull. Um, so Lozo is an Amazon partner here in Kansas City. But besides that, there's not a lot of people doing Amazon here. And um, so it can be like a kind of a lonely um, journey, especially early on when I was believing in Amazon and not everyone else was there. So going to um, Las Vegas, number one, it was only my second time in Las Vegas. So a little overwhelming if you're if you've never been, but in, in the best way. Um, the conference was great. A lot of the speakers were um, software services. So software as a service companies like you're talking like Techometrics, you're talking Jungle Scout, you're talking Helium 10, you're talking some of these Amazon sellers early on um, were creating tools to help them sell more. And um, so a lot of softwares came out of that. And a lot of the speakers were, you know, talking about a topic related to what their software did. Um, but then there was like, you know, a sales pitch at the end. 
Um, so, you know, I'm taking notes as a speaker. I'm, I'm saying, okay, this is some good stuff. I, I had a couple brands that were also there. So I got a chance to meet some of my brands face to face. That was cool. But I didn't really have um, a lot of business relationships. There wasn't a lot of biz dev going on in Martinology at that time. Um, I didn't have, you know, partnerships outlined. I didn't have referral programs. I didn't have um, as much of a reach. I wasn't on the Startup Hustle podcast, for example. And so um, my network wasn't as big. And um, this year, you know, we had, so 2019, 2020, there is no, um, there is no conference. The pandemic happens. Um, if you're already selling in e-commerce for the most part, you're seeing a boom. If you're able to keep your products in stock, that kind of stuff. Um, 2021 the brands that learned in 2020 what could happen were like okay let's set aside part of our budget to uh to grow into the e-commerce space let's be more digital let's move our marketing dollars from these brick and mortars to digital um and 2021 was very interesting and i'm gonna i'm gonna explain some of that so the conference was a different level of speakers um, coming in. I knew half the speakers versus, you know, just software companies. These were like, these are consultants, experts, thought leaders, agency owners. So they had quite a different lineup of speakers all the way from, from different parts of the world, like Yana with YLT translations, Tim Jordan with the, with the Legion. Um, they had uh, different agency owners like Rachel spoke at, at multiple things. Um, Isabella from Rank Bell, um, just a host of, um, you know, Carlos from down in Miami, we call him the wizard, um, great thought leaders in the space, people that really know what they're doing and are living in the trenches. And the conference just came off a lot more valuable to me. Um, you know, Tim was talking about the power of Walmart even, um, and seeing it as a major competitor against Amazon, mainly like the cliff notes of that is just mainly logistically uh, Walmart has fulfillment centers in every small town in, in America versus uh, you know, maybe 10,000 of those, if you think about it like that. And Amazon has about 200 fulfillment centers. So 10,000 to 200, you can see that Walmart is set up to scale if they can get their e-commerce uh, marketplace um, into a, into a, a functioning um marketplace you know they, they acquired jet and i think they're making big moves and so you know conversations around that seeing that really getting some some meat from those from those events was huge if you're an amazon seller an e-commerce seller i highly encourage you to consider it in 2022 and i'm not an affiliate of the conference or anything like that i kind of want to just give a pulse on um you know what's going on in the space and so for me as an agency owner the last two years have been very interesting from you know, making sure I'm not losing people, uh, having people poached in some ways, but not losing people by not having to cut people because we're we're keeping revenue coming in, to understanding how to scale as as more and more brands need agencies with expertise to help them scale on Amazon. Um, but basically, a company named Thrasio kind of set the pace, set the tone um, in 2020. They uh, were a company a lot like Marknology. They um, went out and raised funding. They raised a hundred million dollars. They were the first to do so. And so they raised a hundred million dollars um, with the purpose of buying Amazon FBA brands. And what that means is really brands made just for the Amazon model. Um, and, you know, that's not all encompassing. There's, you know, they could be on Walmart, Target, Wayfair, Chewy, 
have their own website sales, but let's call them Amazon centric or Amazon focused brands. They raise a hundred million to go out, buy these brands and then build them as an agency um, and roll them up under, um, you know, one big aggregator. So private investment, uh, VCs, as, as the pandemic um, kind of took away some of these opportunities for growth and for investment, um, just a lot like real estate, um, e-commerce and everything around it became a a center that's still being profitable it's still making money and growing and and a place for all this money that had nowhere to go to come into so i'm trying to summarize and make it make it as simple as possible to understand um but essentially a business uh thrasio came in raised 100 million you know we're expecting them in the next couple of years to ipo and and they're talking you know 800 million to a billion dollar ipo that will be the first time that Amazon centric brands or e-commerce brands have done anything like that. So Thrasio kind of set that roadmap and along with it, maybe in the last year since they did that, maybe there's about 15 to 20 more aggregators like them that have raised money from hundred million to 500 million to go out there, acquire brands, um, put an agency like Marknology or another one behind them and to grow them and build them and, and ultimately exit them. So it's like a frenzy. It's like a shark feeding frenzy at this time. Well, all this has happened between 20 and 21, 2021. And mind you, like no one has cared about this space at a high level. No big money in America cares that, you know, what we're doing. And, and my nerdy self, um, you know, we are launching brands or having listings that are converting at 48% or I'm turning, you know, um, average Joe's, if I can put it that way, or average Jane's into millionaires through the years from building them brands and them quitting their jobs and just becoming, um, you know, self-made entrepreneurs. I, you know, to me, that's very exciting. Uh, someone has a job that they've had for 20 years and they leave that to go full time, do something that I help them build. Um, that's cool. That's exciting. You know, getting conversion rates at 47% from the time we launched the product two years later um, is insane. That's TED Talk worthy. And I'm saying that to say, like, I've been passionate about this space for a very long time and know that we're doing awesome stuff. But it's been really the, the outliers that are embracing, you know, Amazon consultants or Amazon agencies, the big brands of the world are just now catching on in 2021. Um, and so you know, excitement is is building. Uh, there's money in the space. We come to we come to prosper and what once was like kind of a nerdy event, uh, you know, where you're coming in, you're sitting at, at speaking sessions or workshops, you're in the exhibit hall, you go home, you work uh, for everything you didn't catch up on in the show or, you know, you're making some some networking meetings. There wasn't after parties. There wasn't um, this buzz. There wasn't this money. Well, I think the number is close to $11 billion, but $11 billion has come into um, the Amazon space around brand. Now, this isn't like to buy products. This isn't to launch products. Like, I mean, in some ways it is, but I'm talking about $11 billion that's come to buy brands or buy agencies. And with that is uh, a crazy excitement. There's now some money in our space. Um, so the event reflected that uh, the Amazon prosper event reflected that we had an exhibit hall, the, the booths were better. Uh, you know, the exhibit halls were better. The after parties were, were exclusive, you know, $500,000 a ticket invite only. Um, and they were all hosted by either the top players in the Amazon space, like uh, Gatita and helium 10 and jungle scout. And um, 
you know, on and on the list goes to these aggregators like Foundry Brands or Elevate Brands or um, Thrasio. And um, it was just this energy that was that was very, very exciting. Um, not that I'm necessarily trying to exit my business or do any of those things, but it was just this um, this kind of attention to the space that I've never seen before. And um, it was really cool. So, you know, meeting at Prosper, um, I've met, you know, we've, I've worked with 300 brands probably since we started. I've been doing this 10 years. Marknology turned seven in August. Um, been doing it a long, long time. And it felt like a culminating conference this year where the kind of players in the space that have been building this thing kind of all came together and were like, this thing's about to explode. And you could just feel the energy in the air. It's kind of like, you know, cryptocurrency or any of these other like new things that are that are real still at their infancy stage and so um it was awesome connecting with uh you know knowing almost every vendor there knowing speakers and i'm just speaking transparently but um it's a very like while e-commerce is a massive thing and it's global it's international it's also so new that it's like a small community of people in regards to um knowing who does what and and who's been in the space a long time and who's created reputation and who has um you know good relationships and um you know going through those same struggles if you're an amazon seller you know what those struggles are you know logistically we have all suffered uh the last two years with logistics just being a nightmare from importing and exporting to to trucking or or any of those things we've kind of like live and died by the same sword so to speak um and that was just really exciting. And so, you know, coming back from that, that conference back to Kansas City, it's really just been trying to interpret what all like this money coming into the space means. And I think, you know, what you can interpret it as is, is the brands are here to play now. Uh, the big brands are um, now paying attention to e-commerce. The smaller brands are either getting bought up. Um, or are going to have a harder time competing in the Amazon space because we've now got um, these aggregators with the small brands. And then we've got the big brands coming in that all have good advertising budgets. Um, they all have an understanding of marketing and branding and storytelling. Um, and it's going to really change the landscape, I think, forever in the Amazon space. It's going to go a little bit away from that pioneering um, anyone can make it as a wholesaler, anyone can make it as a private label seller. And it's going to change in that if you're not building a brand, if you're not, um, you know, coming in with uh, intentional strategy behind launching products and and getting your product seen, it's it's just not going to exist anymore. So I think some of the the days of old are past, um, and and now I'm just getting excited for the future. So, you know, hopefully we're going to see uh, development in software around the Amazon space and e-commerce space. We're going to see. Um, you know, some of these things really grow that have just never had budgets behind them and have had, you know, bootstrappers behind them. So if you're a, if you're an FBA seller, if you're a brand in e-commerce, you know, I, and you're doing any kind of volume at this time, I would expect that, you know, what I'm talking about, you've had some of these aggregators reach out to you um, and, and offer, you know, look to see your numbers or offer you a cash offer or look to buy you out um, as a brand. I think Thrasio said that they've made over 100 millionaires um since they started their roll up and that's you know that's pretty impressive people that have created these brands that maybe are cash flowing but are getting the chance to walk away and maybe do something else with a million dollars in their pocket is is no no light thing it's no easy thing so um really really cool 
but also it's changing and, 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 um, don't know exactly what that means. I don't know what that means for my company as an agency. I don't know what that means for, uh, FBA sellers and the small brands. I don't know what that means for, um, you know, what exact direction the aggregators are going to go, but it is this like, uh, climate for an explosion, um, in the next couple of years to really see what this money, this 11 billion plus that's coming into this space, um, is going to do. And I just think that, you know, it's, it's worth taking a little bit of time to tell our audience, um, what is happening outside of, you know, their home or outside of their little community, um, in the e-commerce space in the Amazon space, um, what's happening behind the scenes. It's, it's like, uh, big, big news that no one seems to know about if you're not in this space. So, um, it's pretty exciting and, uh, it has implications for, for everyone involved from the seller, uh, to the agency, to the aggregators, to the new entrepreneur that's thinking about starting, to the person that's exited before, um, you know, all of these things are 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 on the table, and uh, there's some level of impact to that. Um, you know, my personal goals. Uh, I'm on here all the time talking to other founders, talking to um, you know FBA sellers, software providers, um, and 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 not always am able to share like my goals as an agency owner, but. I think um, I'm gonna take a, take a little time on this episode to share some of that uh, because for me, you know, launching my warehouse here in Kansas City, getting vertically integrated, where we do everything from uh, branding and creative to advertising, logistics, um, you know, growth strategy, essentially entire e-commerce growth strategy. Um, it has been to build brands or acquire brands myself. Um, and slowly integrate them into our suite of brands that we work with on a monthly basis. And so I've been working on that for years. Um, in comes Thrasio with funding um, and is, is kind of validating my idea. I don't think of it as competition. I'm not like, oh, my God, OK, they did it first. Um, instead, I'm like, OK, big money is backing this idea. I know that I'm onto something strong. So, um, you know, I continue to do my thing, which is to acquire smaller brands or, or build my own from scratch uh for amazon and e-commerce um and seeing the big players of the world do the same is a is a very validating thing so it you know there will be uh it's harder to launch products it's harder to come up with something that's unique uh, always like you know continue competition continues to get stronger on amazon but it also paves way for um you know, the brands that are willing to do the most or take it to the extra level to succeed. And if you're willing to do that, if you're willing to invest in video, if you're willing to invest in photography, if you're willing to invest in storytelling assets, if you're willing to invest in off Amazon, you know, tactics that, that can help drive your stores, um, you know, you're going to be successful. And, um, you know, just know that you can't um, just maintain the status quo in, in the years and months to come. Um, there's going to be a lot of a lot of movement in the Amazon space and to be prepared for, um, you know, what those changes look like. I want to pause right now to give a shout out to our sponsor for today's episode, Fullscale.io, helping you build software teams quickly and affordably. Uh, if you're looking to grow your development team, Fullscale.io is the place to start. Back to Prosper. Um, you know, super hot. Uh, it was 120 degrees. So, you know, uh, walking around in business casual was not a lot of fun. We were drenched, you know, and, and exhausted, um, you know, engaging, networking with everyone. 
Um, but if you're thinking about a conference, I, I highly, highly want to promote this. There's so many things to do, so many conferences to go to. How do you choose? Um, but I think 2021 was kind of like the kickoff. And, um, you know, 2022 is going to be the halftime show. If I can use that as an example, I think it's really going to be insane next year and encourage anyone that's in the e-commerce space, um, you know, to think about going. I have a couple other shows that I'm uh, looking to attend this year. Um, still not speaking at any. I just wanted to kind of go as an attendee. Like Marknology is um, incredibly busy. Uh, you know, we are growing like crazy, like a weed, so to speak. And, um, you know, I wasn't going there for clients. I didn't want to set up a booth. I just kind of wanted to go and get a pulse on the industry and and see what's happening. And it's really... Um, it's really, really, really eye-opening um, seeing the money that's coming in the space, seeing them um, care about what we do, uh, the way that we do it, and, and um, being elevated, I guess, as an agency that is doing it the right way. You know, becoming an Amazon advertising partner uh, in, in 2019, as well as being a host on a startup hustle and, and being able to network um, really has brought Marknology to out of the Midwest. Um, for the most part. So, you know, that's really exciting. Um, you know, a few other things about Amazon Prosper, um, Las Vegas, if you're thinking about going to some of these conferences, it's really like what you're going to get out of them. So, you know, if you're an agency, I know I had a lot of agency colleagues or peers that didn't go. Um, you know, if you're going to get business, I don't think that this is the conference for you. It's not about finding brands there and, and outreaching with them. It, it can be done. Um, but I think it's more so about creating lasting relationships with, um, other agency owners, uh, getting face to face time with some of the service providers that we use day in and day out and getting to know some of the relationships on the other end. Um, getting to hear some thought leadership, like, you know, about Walmart and getting some truths on that. You know, I spent an hour just learning about Walmart. What are the barriers to entry? Um, you know, what's the potential for growth? Um, started learning about some of the challenges in international expansion on Amazon, you know, so it's, it's getting more difficult. Um, there's more barrier to entry now that there's Brexit. Uh, a lot of the countries are requiring uh, different labels for your products. So Canada wants French, uh, Germany, France, Spain, Italy, all want their own languages as well. Um, you know, so staying on top of that is a constant job. And if you're not doing your own research, if you're not digging into those things yourselves, um, going to some of these conferences is a way to quickly get up to speed. Um, you know, and have conversations with people in that space that can then help you, you know, like, we don't do translations in house. So, um, you know, and, and even expanding to Japan, we launched a brand in Japan. Um, you know, we met an agency that could help us launch in Japan by translating listings and things like that, and then brought it back in house. So these kinds of relationships are huge at conferences like this, where you just get a chance to talk to people that, um, have been doing it a long time or that can, um, you know, direct you in the right way. I met a guy that, uh, has founded an agency that's entirely about Walmart and, um, I'm going to have him on the show, provide value to you guys, just going into the ins and outs of, um, selling on Amazon and selling. Well, I think there's, um, there's so many opportunities to offset, uh, you know, some of the fear that can be found around just selling on Amazon if all of your sales are coming from there. So, you know, I, I'm a 
Amazon preacher in regards to like, you know, talking about how great it is. But um, there's a lot of other channels like Chewy and Instacart and um, Walmart and Target and uh, Wayfair and a lot of these other marketplaces that do very well for a niche um, that, you know, if you don't have a lot of time, you're not digging into, but going to these conferences can kind of get you up to speed, help you be prepared for what's coming around the corner. Um, you know, simple things like uh, another connection that was made was, was simply a logistical connection. You know, it has been a nightmare for, for us that manage, you know, 50 plus brands on Amazon uh, the marketology team to deal with all of the logistic providers across the US. There's all different levels of quality. Um, I'm always trying to find good partners for my brands. And so these are the types of places that you can get those kinds of things. Um, I think a lot of people don't know what to expect when they get to a conference like this and just want to set some of that value. If you're a seller, it's a home run, like all the speaking, the breakout workshops, the after parties are all going to be huge ways for you to just network with people that know way more than you. If you're an agency, you know, maybe you have one need, but if you walk away with that solved, um, you know, well worth the effort. So um, learned so much. There were so many international sellers there as well. I, I, um, I was in the pool actually uh, after one of the days, like there in the hotel where we were just like cooling down before the after parties and uh, ran into a seller that was doing 450 million a year on Amazon. And I'm from Kansas City. So I'm pretty sure um, Pat Mahomes con contract was somewhere around 500 million. Um, so talking to a seller that's bringing in 450 million a year was um, exciting. But I was talking to seller after seller after seller that was doing 100 million plus. Um, and it was just like, exciting, you know, sometimes we're, um, we're working with brands where we're getting to, you know, we, we've hit our first million on Amazon and, and feeling amazing. And then talking to a seller who's doing 450 million, um, was just really cool and getting to hear people about how getting to hear from people, how they built it. These weren't speakers. These were people just like hanging out in the chairs, hanging out in the event room. Um, you know, we really got to share a lot. And what I, what I learned was a lot of those sellers, those FBA sellers that have built product for Amazon. And I wasn't surprised by this, but I've never heard it directly out of their mouths is more, um, you know, my assumptions or, um, you know, my thoughts on the matter. But talking to these sellers one on one, I was learning that while they were able to develop a product for Amazon and the algorithm for Amazon and found a niche and plugged it, um, they really struggle on the storytelling side, they really struggle on the branding side. Um, how to create cohesive products that that can be combined into a brand or, um, you know, creating products that work together um, to sell each other. And, you know, if you're going to exit a business, that's super important. Um, if you're going to sell to the American customer, that's super important. And so, um, you know, that's something that Marknology is focused on. So that was a validating thing for us, um, knowing that that's something that's still a need, even for sellers that are doing 450 million, uh, which kind of blew my mind when I was just talking to him, um, that they're able to bring in that kind of revenue and still feels like he has things to work on um, that they're not doing well. So, you know, I know a lot of um, a lot of the news around e-commerce and importing, exporting and tax and all of that kind of stuff is discouraging. Uh, but trust me when I say that, you know, two weeks ago I was around um, plenty of sellers that are still figuring it out. Plenty of sellers that are still making lots of money, plenty of sellers that are still growing their sales. Um, and while it's getting more challenging, while it's getting more competitive, 
Um, the Amazon landscape is still ripe. Uh, people are still making a lot of money. Um, it's just a little bit harder. There's a little bit more of a barrier to entry. And so talking about what are those um, things that you can still do very well to stand out, like branding and photography and storytelling and um, was was really great to hear, as well as the international expansion. Um, you know, we got some we had some speakers talking on that. Um, but knowing that uh, a, a lot of sellers are finding success going to Australia, going to Canada, going to Brazil, going to Japan, going to the Netherlands, um, spending the time to figure out that, figuring out the time to figure or figuring it out how to get their business licensed in, in India, um, figuring out how to sell into Australia, figuring out those shipping costs, um, well worth the time and investment and and while we already knew that at some scale talking to these big sellers that that are doing it as well um and that's where they're putting their focus um i thought was a key takeaway from some of those conversations was um you know you can fight for that extra 20 percent on amazon.com or you can go get some fresh some fresh meat so to speak in a new market and um while while we've been dealing with these pandemic issues some of these countries are are hungry for new product are hungry for um, you know, us product to get there where we're still able to be open and our manufacturing is still working. And, um, you know, not all countries are the same in that regard. So think of those as opportunities as some of the other opportunities are closed up. Um, there's no reason to sit at the port in LA, you know, with, with backed up, uh, you know, with backed up ships, if you could just go straight to Australia or straight to the UK, um, you know, if you're manufacturing overseas, find some other ways to pivot. Um, it was really, really cool to hear some big sellers that are doing it at a high, high level. Um, you know, the things they're doing around, uh, continuing to grow their, their brands and their products. So, um, you know, hoping to be a speaker at, at, at prosper very, very soon. This wasn't like a, a marketing ploy for it, but just came away with a lot of, um, a lot of good insights, a lot of, uh, validation on a lot of the things we're doing on Amazon and, and wanted to pass those along a lot of things we're doing in e-commerce, um, you know, new things come out, they're always going to like be trendy and work really well, uh, you know, for a little bit, whether that's like a, a, a Facebook chat, the, you know, automated chat or email list building or, uh, you know, text message marketing or Amazon video or Amazon posts. Um, you know, these things come out and, and they dominate when they do at first. And that's all the hype. But at the end of the day, all the old school tactics still work. And that's what I'm hearing across the board. Um, it's just about dialing it in and really creating a holistic strategy um, from top to bottom, whether it's Amazon, web, brick and mortar, social media, blogging, email marketing, TikTok ads, influencer marketing, um, whatever you're doing, just think about it from the whole. Um, how is this affecting the whole? Is this on par with my goals? Am I trying to be lean? Am I trying to grow? Am I trying to expand? Am I just trying to survive? You know, figure out what that goal is, but keep the whole in mind as you're building out these different areas. And as you're listening, as you're hiring different consultants or tuning into the podcast, or maybe you're doing it all yourself still, um, you know, think about what you enjoy doing in that regard. Kind of make a list, a, a wish list of all the areas you would be, uh, you know, working on if you had the time and an unlimited budget. And then, and then make a plan from there. At the end of the day, um, it all works. 
uh, I wouldn't say it all works every single time, but what I mean is the different strategies, you know, whether it's Facebook ads or Instagram ads or TikTok ads, and people are saying, oh my God, you have to be doing Facebook ads if you're going to win, or you have to be doing giveaways on Amazon, or you have to be doing influencer marketing, or you have to be doing Google shopping ads, you have to be doing blogs, you have to be doing SEO. Um, have to is, is not necessarily the truth. Want to maybe, uh, if it's a good fit for your brand, you know, I truly believe there's some brands that don't necessarily need to be on TikTok. There's some brands that don't necessarily need to be doing influencer marketing. Um, so figure out what's good for your brand. Test everything. Test, 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 test. Um, you know, Amazon's constantly coming out with stuff. So uh, I never understand why enough brands aren't continuing to test stuff all the time. Amazon just came out with a program um, where you can get a rebate back for traffic that you're sending to Amazon. So if you're running Facebook ads or you've got your website and you think people are bouncing off your website and coming to Amazon and buying, um, if you have Amazon attribution set up, which is in beta, you can apply for this other beta, uh, which is going to give you 10 to 15 points back on your money. So Amazon attribution beta, if you haven't tried it, you should have been because now there's another demo out. There's another beta out that can, that can get you money back. So, be testing all of these things, figure out what works. Uh, E-commerce is not something that you set up and just walk away from. And that was something that I kind of just, I, I guess I felt refreshed on at Amazon was, uh, at Amazon Prosper was um, all the speakers kind of talking on new things, um, old things, them all working. There was, there was not a lot of like, this thing is dead. Like, you know, Instagram is dead. We got to move to something else. It was just how to dial those things in how to optimize, um, how to build a holistic strategy, how to prepare for um, disruptions in the industry. Like who could have planned on a pandemic? Who could have planned on, um, you know, any of this stuff that's happened? You just got to kind of got to go with the punches. Um, but the ones that had the best plan, the ones that had pivots in mind, the ones that were able to adapt, have really absolutely crushed it. Um, and I love the spirit of that. I love the entrepreneurship in that pivot. Um, I could tell story after story after story of the pivots in my own business, but um, this episode isn't about that. This episode is just kind of about recapping Amazon Prosper, recapping um, what I took away from that um, and and what you should be thinking about in, in your own e-commerce or Amazon journey as you're looking to you know build and scale your brands or understand what's going out there. So I know I've talked about a lot. I've talked about everything from aggregators coming in the space to um, to Walmart, to holistic thinking, to, um, you know, translating for localization to, and, and some of these things might go right over your head. But um, if you're, e if you're interested in the e-commerce space, if you're selling in e-commerce, um, these are all things that are, that are relevant, that are trending in, in our world as e-commerce consultants and agencies. And um, it's a really, really exciting time. I hope you guys continue to follow along. I had uh, the founder of Foundry Brands on my podcast, Stefan, uh, about two weeks ago while I was in Vegas. Um, amazing guy that's uh, done incredible things and Foundry Brands is going to continue to make a huge, huge splash. So, um, you know, follow their story, follow Marknology's story. Um, you know, we're on LinkedIn, we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram. I know you guys tune in here to the Startup Hustle podcast, but I would love to have you guys along on our journey um, on, on my Instagram where I tell my story and on our brand's Instagrams. Um, thanks as always for tuning in. I know this episode was a little bit different, a little bit more of a monologue, but I hope that I still shared some information with you guys that um, you think is beneficial. And if you've ever been thinking about the Amazon Prosper Conference and want to just chat me up on the side, feel free to hit me up. I'd love to engage. Um, 
always a pleasure getting to talk about my space. I'm super passionate about it. And, and uh, we don't get enough questions or insights or people requesting topics to talk about. So please hit me up on, uh, on any of those, those methods or modes that I mentioned from LinkedIn to Instagram. Uh, we're across the board. My email is andrew at marknology.com. Love hearing from fans, love hearing from listeners, love hearing from other business owners and founders, uh, whoever you are, reach out, would love to engage. Um, you know, we're on Startup Puzzle TV as well. I'd love to make a plug for that. I don't always get the time on my episodes. I feel like I'm running, I'm running out of time. But, you know, every week uh, we have some amazing founders and entrepreneurs here in Kansas City and abroad, uh, the U.S., that are, that are putting out content about how we've built our businesses, what our mindset's like, what we're thinking about. You can find that on Startup Hustle TV on YouTube. Check it out. Once again, shout out to today's sponsor for this episode, Fullscale.io, helping you build software teams quickly and affordably. It's been fun getting to chat with you guys about my experience uh, two weeks ago at Prosper. I've got another conference coming up uh, later this month. If you're down in Miami, by the time you hear this episode, South Miami, I will be speaking there next weekend, August 8th at uh, the Amazon meetup group, one of the biggest in the world. It's going to be a lot of fun. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. I'll talk to you next time. Startup Hustles brought to you by Fullscale.io, helping you build a software team quickly and affordably. Make sure you reach down and hit that subscribe button, then come find us on Instagram. See you next time. We do it.